Can I though? I don't know. Can you? Yo, uh, I've had <laughs> Bad Bunny in my head for like a month and a half. You have. Anytime I'm in the car with you, it's Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Oh, I don't even know. You know, as dirty as that motherfucker is, he's a romantic. Oh my God, Jonathan, since last week. What? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> he watches. I mean, he listens. I heard. He gave me shit because of Ozark. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need you to let up on Ozark. Oh, he was really funny, too. Ready? Ready? This is what he said. Oh, was it through here? I can't remember where he hit me up through. It's probably Instagram. <laughs> what? What? No, I'm just... What I what I need to show you, but you tell me. Oh, good God. I'm pretty sure he always hits me up through um Instagram. Same. But he gave me shit because... He goes, listen... I'm going to need you to chill the fuck out on Ozark. That shit is amazing. It's slow because lots of dialogue, but the shit gets good. And I was like, I'm not buying it. And he goes, it's free. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch. That's a joke he's making. I, I know he's making a joke, but this this is a serious conversation. And Ozark ain't it. What? Well, no. <laughs> no peeking. So let me tell you something. What? A couple weeks ago. I show Amanda my gigantic stack of printed out photos of my youths. Mm-hmm. You have you've had multiple youths. Well, you know <laughs> my youth, mm-hmm. and um, it was a courtesy of my mom. She just I fucking went up there one day. She goes, "Oh, those are your pictures," and I was like, "No, that's a lot." Yeah. And then I went through them, and I was like, "Oh my god, cringe." Some yeah. cute, but so much cringe. Cringe, a lot of cringe. Not for you, but I mean, for, like for me, a lot of cringe. Is that why you brought in your own? Um, no, because I think I said this off air. We did because we were looking at them and talking off air. Remember when I told you that my cousin was taking, I think it was a photography class and she dressed me up. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. no. Okay. So backstory. No. Uh, so I, don't want the backstory. <laughs> I think she was in high school because in these photos, I was like five or six and it, like we went to the same high school. Like we're from the same town. And um, I want to say it was a, it was some type of like photography art class, which we never had there. So I don't know what the fuck I did. So in middle school, I think it was. She basically wanted me to be her model, and she was taking black and white photos. And I honestly think it had to do with like lighting. I don't even know. So she took some cute ones of me, right? Like it looks dirty because uh, my lighting just didn't do well. So she took oh, cute okay. ones of me. All right. I look like a little boy, but that's fine. You know why I have that haircut? Why? The short ass haircut that looks chopped. Like because my mom was sick of me fighting her brushing my hair. I mean that's why I cut Kira's hair. So she gave me a mushroom cut very early on. Well, I wouldn't have done that to my kid because that's cruel. But. And then she did this cute little one with like a sweater moment, some jeans, and a and a daisy um elastic. I'm mean, not a daisy, a uh, sunflower, fake sunflower elastic <laughs> on my wrist. <laughs> um, I got my cute bangs, like very nineties. Um. Another cute moment, she put me in, like, a letterman's jacket with some trophies. They even your so, trophies? No, they're her trophies. Oh, okay. Um, I think one is cheerleading. They're all cheerleading. Um, so, and then one I didn't, I couldn't find, but I know it's, she put me in, like, a little Sunday dress and put a rosary in my hands like I'm praying. Oh, my God. And then we got <laughs> <laughs> this. And then there's this I shit. I need to delete this off my phone because I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's considered um, illegal nowadays. Um, I'm, I think I'm wearing my shorts, black, white shorts, in 
They would be ankle, like leather ankle boots I need y'all to understand that I don't know what's coming at me right now. <laughs> um, I'm so scared. And in one of her bras. I'm five or six. I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Oh, pedophile. Oh, pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm smiling. Look at my dimples, girl. <laughs> Amanda, why that pose? That's such a butch pose. <laughs> So much she's thing. got she's got her knees up, elbows in her knees, the fingers laced. Yeah. She's like, what up, girl? <laughs> but and then I didn't think this was weird until I mentioned it to you. And I was like, hold up. Why did she do that? <laughs> but the, I'm like, I hope to fuck she didn't bring that into school. This was in the 90s. I mean. And then and then I oh. find something else that my mama took. Right? Because me and my best friend... Well, parents are a little more forgiven because they tend to take really weird pictures of their kids. No, let's... Like, I got butt cheeks out. Um, So, I had my best friend, like, anybody that did dance, you know, like, the really sequins, like, outfits that they had to wear The leotards. Yeah. So, we would, like, collect them and just do dress up. Oh, my God. So, mom, I was wearing one, and for some reason, my mom was like, Let me take a sweet little picture of my daughter. Mind you, I'm the same fucking age, like five, six. And I decided that I was like, You know what? Okay, no. I want to take a picture like Jack is drawing one of his French girls. No! Oh my god! (laughs) No, 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 no. It went black. It went black. (laughs) Oh no! I'm like, why? Did your sexual awakening happen at this age? No. No. Amanda, that's spicy. Yeah. You baby. I don't, that's what I'm, no, no. There's more. I was about nine in this picture, right? Oh, God, no. It's uh, another cousin of mine, my best friend, Emily. Amanda, pornography pictures since fucking what? Well, I was wearing clothes, damn it. And then saucy pictures, nonetheless. My, so the cousin that took those black and whites, it's her first son in this picture as a baby. And we're all like, my mom was like, oh, you all have popsicles. It's a nice summer day. Ouch. We're in the kitchen hanging out. No, Let no. me take a cute little picture Mm-mm. of you. No. My mind goes full deep throat. No. Look no. at. No. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could post these. I swear to God. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What the fuck? Joel? You're like, this is it. Special talent. Literally. Okay, so I have the popsicle, like, basically in the throat. I got one eye, like, shuttered closed. She's gagging. Uh, I, the cheeks are... The cheeks. The cheeks <laughs> are sucked in, man. Oh, God. And I'm just not even looking at the camera. Like, was I thinking that was funny? And look, everybody else looks... Look at Everybody else looks just... I mean, uh, Emily's a little suggestive, but, like, it's a popsicle. Why? <laughs> and, like, at first I thought these were all cute things. What happened? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, I think I was, like, <clears throat> 10 or 11 when me and my cousin Courtney discovered porn. Her daddy had Playboy stations and all that. And for some reason, I was like, I like this. Okay. So it was an early age that that shit, but not then. Uh, what, does that mean I'm supposed to be a hoe? Like, <laughs> I mean, is no. Is it in me? I mean, yes. 
Um, the girl I, who wears oh, graphic tees and jeans. Oh, and I have no answers. Hates wearing dresses and oh, tight no things. <laughs> but you know what they say about the quiet ones who like to read their books. That may have fucked me up. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying. But so when you were going through yours, they were tame. And then I go through mine. I'm I like, mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I wasn't in anything um, as provocative. But uh, you can't even... The poses, maybe, at least for the, the leotard one. The the pink sequence. That was really... <clears throat> that was like an advanced class that you took. But it was so innocent. You must have seen something somewhere. I mean, Titanic came out around that time, but I don't know. We had it on VHS, both of them. It was two tapes. But I never really watched it. I I feel like there were there might have been something else that. But you I remember that moment, out. and mom, it was so innocent. Oh, you look so cute. Let me take a photo. Your mother is also. Sorry, Cheryl. She comes off as a little naive sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so you even though she like, was born and raised in and low, and she's like, oh my god, so cute. <laughs> she was born and raised in low, but she don't think that that gonna happen to her pretty little kids. No. <gasps> Up in white ass New Hampshire. So there you go. That's my story. And um I'm done. I feel dirty. I'm sorry, but I had to show you like <laughs> what? You were just going through and you're like, wait a second. Or is it because because is it because you're just a filthy mind motherfucker now? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I am. We'll just chalk it up to innocence. Although, I don't know what the fuck your cousin was thinking, putting you in that bra. And then I'm thinking, if, if that was done for a project and she submitted that photo. Dude, she totally did. Did that teacher keep it? Oh. And you know what? Oh, no, stop. <laughs> Pump your brakes right there. Oh, my God. Listen, no. my town is <laughs> tiny. has the same teachers for like 30 plus years. I'm still that bitch who's still there. Oh, yeah, Yeah, they were dimples in already. In your but... flat ass titty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not okay. Woo! <laughs> you know what? Oh, God, I, I don't know. It's in the black market now. It's in the black web somewhere in now. In the dark, in the deep dark I, web. I didn't want to bring the pictures on. I just took them on my phone. I thought I was like, that's not smart. That's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> to burn those before someone else gets a hold Woo! of them. I don't, even, oh, I don't even know why I still have Okay, um, what were we talking about today? <laughs> That's it. Episode over. <laughs> That's done. It's all done. You're um, welcome. You watched... What the fuck is Power of the Dog? Mm. You. Speaking of things that are dirty. Oh, nice um, segue. Okay. Not dirty, but like physically dirty. Like dirt. Dirt on skin. Like, like sucio. It's dirty. Dirty. Uh, Not sexually dirty. So it's, yeah. Well, Sorry, I'm reaching into my Ghirardelli bag. Um, yo, is that caramel? It is. Yo, slide one over here. I slide two. Oh, thank you. Although I've had a lot of sugar already, but that's okay. Um, Power of the Dog is on Netflix, and it's the new movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yes, I did see that. You saw it? Well, because I typed in Power last week. Oh, you didn't and watch it, it. And it came up. It was like... You know, as I typed in power, it, power of the dog, and I was like, ah, Benny. So, Mr. Jesse Plemons, who um, I did talk about last week in Antlers. Yes. Kirsten Dunst. I was like, yo, where you been, she girl? not retired yet? Mm, she looks old as hell, though. She looks old as hell, though. Well, I mean, 
Well, you don't see somebody for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my god. It takes place in the 20s, but on a ranch, so... Oh, you did say it was a western. Mm. So, but there's, um, electricity, plummet. You know, it's not, like, totally off the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they own a ranch, so that, that was their parents'. And I mean they, as in Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons are brothers. Benedict is uh, Phil. Jesse Plemons is George. And they've always lived in the same house. They sleep in the same room in twin beds. And they're adult men. Weird. I mean, Um, weird now. But it's a big house, so you could tell, like, they're well-to-do. George always wears... Then why do they share a room? I can't even... (laughs) I question that myself. I don't know. Um... George is very, like, he always dresses very cleanly, always clean, always in a suit. They have a car. Like, they've got money. Okay. Um, They're driving the cattle into, like, the nearby town, and they meet Rose, which is Kirsten Dunst, who is a widower. And she has an older son named Peter, and he's, like, late teens, maybe. Um, And he's, I'm going to offend a lot of people, but he's, like, a twink. Like, when you think of a twink, he's a twink. He's a gay gay. He's, like, queer. but, like... He's, like, queer. I think that's the the proper word, is queer. But it's not... Not that he's gay. It's just that he's that really Flamboyant? Flamboyant. Like, very... Yeah. But not even really. He's just very skinny, very frail, but very, like, very feminine in the sense that he's not flamboyant, but he doesn't like things that... He lacks masculinity. There you go. That's what I want to say. Okay. Rewind. My brain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, because it's it's. I get it. Mm. Basically, everybody makes fun of him and calls him a woman. Like they call him Nancy because. Ooh, like um that guy. Like Nancy boy. Like that guy from, uh, something about Beast, Fantastic Beast, and Where to Find Them. That main dude. Yeah, a little bit. Like that little guy. Bit, yeah, because he did that yep. one role. Um, Eddie Redmayne. That's his name. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, a little bit like him. So. Mama owns, like, a restaurant, little restaurant, whatever. Okay. Um, She meets George. They end up getting married. Phil's pissed because Phil's very much like that. He's like a rancher. He's like, I always want to be dirty. I want to be smelly. I want to be with my cows. That's Benny, right? Benny is Phil? Benedict Convert, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Chain smoker, very gruff. His his way or the highway. Although he plays the banjo very well. Um... So he's pissed off, right? Rose, he doesn't want him to get married. I get the kind of sense that, like, it's been him and George forever, and she's coming in, and he's like... I don't like change. Yeah. Or or I don't like that my brother's going to be married. Like, I don't want... I don't want him to, like, be away from me and from mm-hmm. the business. So she and she and Peter end up moving to the ranch, into the house. And uh, Phil don't like that very much. And there's just a lot of, like, antagonism between Rose and Phil. Like, they hate each other. They don't like each other. They're going to hate fuck. No. No. Mm -hmm. So, it's just a lot of that. Like, it's Excuse me. It's very much a drama. Um, But then you also learn that, like, Phil... It keeps talking about this man named Bronco Henry, who basically raised him and George a little bit, because they didn't... um, He was, like, their rancher beforehand, but he had passed. And but the, but the way that Phil was talking about him, 
it was almost like it was more than just like a mentor mentee relationship. And he's got like a little shrine to him in in the my barn. Is this another gay thing? And well, you see that uh, there's a secret watering hole that Phil likes to go to by crawling through uh, roots of a tree. And it comes out the other side, and it's like this nice, pristine, like little, not uh, like a little river. Like a little spring? Yeah. And he bathes in there. But then he has like this, it's almost like a kerchief, but it's like long and it has BH on it, like Bronco Henry. And he's like smelling it and like rubbing it up his face. And he's like, It's a gay thing. Ra- oh, yeah. He's like wrapping it around. So they had a thing, like you can tell. Peter is like, oh, what's this cute little hole like Alice in the Wonderland beneath these roots branches? So he goes in, sees Phil, and everybody. There's like so much naked men in this. It's like ridiculous oh. because he has the ranch hands, and they're always there at the ranch. And so you see them like bathing on their own, and it's just like ass dick, ass dick, and it's just. Oh, so this is men. definitely a uh, a sexuality yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's not in your fate. Undertones. Very much undertones. Uh so Phil gets pissed, and then he, like, went because he, like, caught him almost, he, like, changes tactics instead of, like, making fun of him or, like, calling him Nancy Boy. He's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to ride. He, like, becomes bron- the mentor, right? Mm, okay. So he become he teaches him how to, how to ride a horse. He teaches, um, he shows him, like, how to make a rope out of um, hide, out of cow hide, and... Uh, so he's like, all right, let me take you, like, basically doing rancher stuff. He's like, Become me, a man. me and Peter are going to get, like, we're going to go fix the hay post or whatever out there over that hill down over there. And I was like, is he going to, like, rape him? Like, <laughs> you got rapey vibes? Wicked. All me, all the while, Rose, Peter's mom, is, like, severely into alcohol. Like, she becomes a wicked drunk. Oh, Kirsten. Yeah. Pick better roles. Uh, and so when she sees Peter going off with him, she like follows him in like her nighty and she's like, Peter, no, Peter, don't go. And I was like, does she know? Like, is that why? Or she just don't like Phil. Like, you could tell she don't like Phil, but like, I thought it was too much. Anyway, I was like, why would you become a drunk even though you hate him? Like, it's not like you're married to him. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Anyway. Um,. Can I do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, because it's a it's yeah, a it's, it's like a, two hours long. Oh my god. Yeah. So what happens is <sighs> Phil had all these cow hides that he was like drying out in the sun, and some Native Americans come by and offer to buy them. And they the ranchers and the maids tell him no because Phil would absolutely go ballistic. He doesn't want to sell his hides ever, they're his. And so Rose hears that, and because she hates Phil, she runs out to the Native Americans, and she's drunk, like, off her head. Oh, my she's God. She's like, you can take him, just take him. So they took him, and he got pissed. And he's like, well, what the fuck? Now I gotta, you know, I don't have any hide to finish my rope. And so... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. You can laugh, because I was like, what? Um, you see Peter, like, when he's... Learning how to uh, how to ride, he goes off by himself over the hills, and he finds a dead cow. And he's studying to be a doctor, so like he had caught a rabbit, and his mom was gonna like keep it as a pet, but he ended up killing it because he wanted to learn its anatomy. And he's like drawing it and running it down. So he's very much like a an anatomy focus. He wants to be a surgeon. Yeah, so scientist. He's not though. like crazy or anything. He like he wants to. That's the wind. Oh, okay, I got you. That was a little scary. I say that because it's the only comforting thing. <laughs> Hold on one second, please. Um, and so it like, 
Um, you scared me. Don't do that. You're fine. Okay, we're fine. Um, so you see him like cutting into the cow, whatever. And then, so when the hides go missing, he's like, Phil, I have some hide left over. You can have it. And um, earlier on, they had talked about how, like, oh, don't go near dead cows because they might have anthrax in them. I guess that was a problem in the 20s. Anthrax in cows? Yeah, I don't know how. It's like some disease they get and it like develop. I don't know. They called it anthrax. I, I was, that was my question. I was like, how? But. To them, it was a known thing. Don't go near dead cows because they have anthrax. I mean, like, okay. I just don't go near dead things, period. But so, anyways. Peter's like, here's some hide. He finishes the, bra- the the rope for him, leaves it for Peter. But the next day, he ain't doing so hot. So Phil goes to the hospital, and he don't come back. That bitch is dead. Six feet under. He gone. That cow had anthrax in it, and Peter knew that. So he gave the hide to Peter, to Phil to make the rope work because he touched it. And oh, so he, he is psychotic. Basically. But he killed him because of what he did to his mom. Like, drove her to alcohol and all this shit. And now everybody's happy after Phil's gone. That's literally the whole movie. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what... This is an Oscar nominee this year. No. And I, the performances mm. were fantastic, but it's no. not... It was so boring. <laughs> I... I don't understand the title and what its relevancy is. It was a the- quote from the Bible. <laughs> so a three? Oscar nominee? It's just because Benny is in it. He was fantastic. and I, I'm sure he was. And I learned that him and Kirsten Dunst to be like... Do you, do you think that when actors are going out for these roles... That like the producers and the writers and the director are sitting there and 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 they read the script. The actor reads the script, right? Because I would read the script, yes, and and I would finish it and be like, I don't get it. Yeah, I need you to explain what this is to me. Yeah. So the quote that the title is centered around is called is Book of Psalms. Um, Save my soul from the sword and my darling from the power of the dog. So, like, save my soul from the sword. Is that at the very opening? Does that come up at the opening? I think you're supposed to keep that in mind throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but, like... This movie was not about anybody other than Peter. Save my darling from the power of the dog. Mom. And so we save mom Mm -hmm. from the dog. Mm -hmm. But... Could you have made it any more boring to make your point? It was so boring. And there was this whole... How do you stay awake? And um, the chick from um, American Horror Story, uh, Frances Conroy, she was in it. She played their mom. And I was like, but... I just felt like it was a lot of wasted talent. Like, they were really good. And their characters were cool. But it was boring as fuck. And I was sitting there for two hours. Of course, I did, like I again. You do that thing where like you keep looking to see how much time is left, Ooh. and that's a big indicator that bitch, I'm bored. Yeah, Benedict's great. He like he that's did the, the only whole reason why you watched method it. thing because him and Kirsten didn't talk to each other because they didn't want to like become friends and then have to be antagonistic on screen. So they did, so they decided not to talk to each other because they were supposed to like hate each other. And then Benedict like chain smoked and like un- did not bathe for days to, so he could be just like his character. And I was just like, okay, he's going method for this one. I feel one. like if you have to work that hard to yeah. get into character... No. It's not worth it. It's a red flag. Yeah. Because he's Ledger. Yeah. 
I love Benedict so much. And I, he was fantastic because I've never really seen him as a, as a villain before. And, like, you really hated Phil in this. You're like, fuck this guy. There's something wrong. He's going to do something. I mean, he was, he was in the good closet at it. back then. That's weird. It was just not for me. And I'm really, I know that the Oscars don't really mean much because it's all political and you have to like nominate your movie in order to be considered. Like, it's not just like some societies like, all right, we're going to look at every movie that was ever made this year and pick our favorites. Mm. They don't do that. It's mm. all like the the studio has to put in the nomination. So that doesn't mean it's worthy. So, so, so the studio that made all, let's say they made 50 movies this year. And out of those 50 movies, they are going to nominate their favorite ones? Basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like, so like, um, I forget what it's called, but the, the, the overseers, like the society that they thank all the time in the Oscars. The ones that like are the ones choosing. Mm. Um. The Academy, that's what it's called. Okay. Um, they they get the nominations. It's not like they watch every single movie. They only watch the like they're only responsible for focusing on those that are nominated. They don't watch every single movie ever, and then choose which ones are Oscar worthy. Like studios nominate the movies. I get you. So this one is in Oscars for director, um, actor, actress, supporting actor, and I think. Screenplay. Okay, because best film, it's not going to be it. No. Are you, are you okay? Did you get bit? I don't know what's happening. I mean, if you like slow westerns. Who the fuck likes those? Not me. Sorry, I spent so much time in long sleeve shirts that I don't know what's going on with my skin, and now something hurts there, and I don't know what the fuck. You're it red is. there. It looks like you got I bit. I know, because I was just scratching at it, too. I'm picking. Spider bite? Don't even joke about that, Amanda. But it's a possible. I can see it from here, girl. There is a red pinprick. It could just be body acne, okay? Oh, I mean, it could, but... I'm gonna leave it alone. All right, we're fucked up today. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the other thing that you watched, or do you want me to... Ghostbusters. Yeah? Yeah, go, well, unless you want to leave it for last. Nah, it's a quick one. Hmm. Because, it's, uh, you know, it's not... Who's in it? Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, um, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Yes. Um... <laughs> that's it, huh? That's it. That's it. Uh, Oscar nomination. That's it. Wait, oh my god, I love this movie though. Um, so I'm a big Ghost Ghostbusters fan. Oh, okay. Godzilla, yeah. There's one. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you for shouting that out for me. I just think it's. I I think it's great. Why? I don't know. Not a lot of people are into either one of those things. Well, it's it's all my dad's fault. Well, yeah. And then it's mostly because back that like back when I was like a preteen, I was obsessed with SNL. So, like, in yes. elementary, I mean, in middle and high school, I was obsessed. And especially the early seasons, which had Bill Murray, um, Dan Aykroyd, which were both in Ghostbusters, Jim Belushi, uh, all those guys, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. and they were all basically in Ghostbusters. So, what is happening? I can't tell if that's the wind or if that's a truck. We? Oh, that's not like a truck. Okay. Anyway, this is such a fucking city. The end of the world. <laughs> all right. Um, Bill Murray. So as we all know, Harold Ramis, who was one of the four, he was one with the glasses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the originals. He was in the, uh, is that the guy with the honey I shrunk my kids guy? No, that's Rick Moranis. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he was one of the four. So he was like the nerdy guy with the big curly hair with the glasses. Let's move along. Anyway, he really died in real life because uh. they're old men. Um, so in the movie you have, well, I can't remember what the fuck the, 
the actor who played their mom. Anyway, so it was a, a base. Oh, because she's a nobody. So- <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's I'm a sorry. nobody, bitch. Um, Paul Rudd. I forgot about Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's in this too, and he plays their teacher. Who? Uh, he's he's pretty cool. I mean, he's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Carrie Coon. Yeah. Look at us. Look where we've been. Look where I love it. Uh, Carrie Coon. What a name. I don't know. I don't know who she that is. Sounds familiar. Um. So Finn Wolfhard is her older son, and then they, she has a younger son. Whoa. That's not true. She's a younger daughter uh, named Phoebe, and she, she's got, like, the tight curly hair and the glasses. Like, she very much looks like the granddaughter of Harold Ramis, right? Um, they move out to—we don't know that um, anything about their family. They just know that, like, their mom's dad died, and he left this, like, huge house okay. um, in the middle of the nowhere. So they move in because they were getting evicted. They go to school there. Um, Finn's character, whose name is Trevor— he finds the Ghostbuster ambulance in the garage. He doesn't know what it is. They don't know what it is. He's just fixing it up. Um, Phoebe finds a ghost trap in the floor of the house and trying to learn how to use it. And then you just see a ghost. Well, you don't see it, but you see, like, things being manipulated. Okay. And she's not a believer. But she finds her grandfather's secret lab. And it's it's very much a Ghostbusters lab. Okay. Right? And... I don't know why Casper is coming to mind. Don't know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, So they have, like... He has the four, like, tan suits hanging up. He's got a ghost pack. Nostalgia. Oh, wicked. This movie is so nostalgic. And um, his plans... Like, he has a model of the barn. And so she could tell, like, there was something he was planning... And then you see that, like, the ghost is helping her to figure things out. So, like, you see, it's really cute. There's, a like, a little light that you can manipulate, like, move. And it's kind of acting like he's, like, pointing. <laughs> the light is, like, oh, pointing okay. at things yeah. to, like, show her. Like, like this. Yeah. And Pay she's, attention. She's wicked smart. She's very science-driven. So she she gets it. And so she comes to learn that, like, Harold Ramis's character. Why can't I? I forget his name. See, I don't look at me because I, I don't um, know. He basically um, was the one who died in the beginning. You didn't know it was him, but then you're like, it, can't, it has to be him, you know? Okay. So it was him the whole time. And they end up calling. They're figuring out that Ghostbusters were a thing. They end up finding, like, an old Slimer. Remember, like, the green Slimer? Yeah. But, like, he's old now. <laughs> like, they aged him to be, like, this, like, dirty gray collar. And he's got, like, <laughs> wrinkles and, like, wispy hair. I was like, oh, my God. Um... So, like, so she learns how to use the pack on him, and then they get the ambulance going, but there's something brewing under their town, you know? And it's, and it's Gozer from the first, I don't know if you've ever seen the first one. Dude, I, if I watched Ghostbusters, it was at a very young age, and I just remembered Twinkies. Wow, that's impressive, actually. Why? Because, Yeah. That was in there. Okay. But it was, like, such a small detail. Oh, I don't know why. Twinkies were the only thing that, like... Um, So, Paul Rudd's character, who is... um, He's, like, their science teacher. He's basically the one that, like, tells them who Ghostbusters are. They find old YouTube videos of, like, their old commercial. Um, So, they call Dan Aykroyd, right? And they're like, yo, this is a problem. There's something brewing under our town. They don't know that their grandfather was one of them, so they don't tell him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, yo, I'm fucking retired, bitch. Like... 
don't I'm at me. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't at, at me. me. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but um pretty much. It was pretty funny. And I want to see who plays fucking I thought it was Olivia Wilde for a second, but I don't think it is. Um the one who played the the main ghost there. I don't think it is because that would be that would actually be pretty fucking good. Um No, it's not her. Fuck. I thought it was for a second. It's not. Um, because I would have been, it looked just like her. Oh my god, it was! <laughs> Olivia Wilde goes there. Uh, alright. It was not, it was her voice that it said. So yeah, it was Olivia Wilde. Looks just like her. Um, so you remember the two dogs? Mm-hmm. Like two spirit dogs? So basically their mom turns into one and Paul Rudd turns into the other. And it's like this whole thing. And I'm gonna spoil it because it's so nostalgic. All the boys come back. All three Ghostbusters. Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, and Dan Aykroyd. All come back, and then they give the ghost of Harold Ramis. They show him right next to them, and they're all trying to battle Gozer again. Can you, I got- not? Can you not? I was dying. Oh, my God. If you if you are a Ghostbusters fan, of course, I just spoiled it for you, but it was so beautifully done. Like, forget the all-female one even happened. Like, forget that it was a thing. This... It's a direct of, like, Ghostbusters number two, 30 years later. It's exactly what the fandom needed. That's what we got. I feel oh. like... Um, I loved it. This is a thing, because did you see the Jurassic World trailer? Yes! Yeah! Oh, my God! I was so excited! <laughs> oh, my God! When I tell you... I screamed. That my soul left my body. Mm-hmm. I was like, no... I was like, the first thing I said was, they're bringing them back! Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. So what I did, I, I put it, the, vid- the video up on my TV, and I was like, Dad, I didn't tell him For nothing. Jurassic? Yeah, I was like, Dad, I'm not going to tell you nothing, just watch this. Was he excited? He was like, okay. No, you know, my daddy doesn't get excited about shit. Did he watch the Jurassic World movie? Yes, he did. I like them. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I do too. I mean, they're not... I mean, Chris Pratt, whatever. But. Yeah, I don't care about him, but I was like, hey, I every like single yep. buddy, mm-hmm. and it uh, looks funny. It looks great. I'm, I'm here for it. Excited. Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm so embarrassed. Why? Oh, by the way, I give Ghostbusters like a fucking nine. Of course. What did I talk about before that? Oh, Power uh, of the Dog. Power of the Dog. What I said it? a three. Four. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, I want you to understand that this was not entirely my fault. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into. This was TikTok's fault. But it did only take the one person to show me that I was like, ooh, what is this? So I don't like watching dubbed movies. I hate it. And I I don't like watching movies in other languages. That includes Espanol. I don't Uh, know. Oh, yeah. I I know that, but. I was like, how else would you watch him? Uh, I just don't, I, I don't know what it is. I guess I just don't want to put in, like, I'll put subtitles on, but I'm not trying to put subtitles on because I'm trying to understand the entire fucking movie. It's just, you know, for those very quick things that I miss, I'm like, oh, was that reference? You know what I mean? So, but uh, the movie I'm talking about, A Través de Mi Ventana. It's, It's through my window and it's on Netflix and it's brand fucking new and it's TVMA. This is not for children. Um, so we start off with <laughs> this movie got a five out of uh, 5.5 out of 10. So this whole cast don't recognize anybody. 
They're all. Oh, um, so I've never heard of it. They're they're all Spaniards. Um, so it all started with a Wi-Fi password. So there's this girl Raquel mm-hmm. who lives next door. It's not even next door. So the way that she, it's really funny how she describes it, right? Because it's actually like a drawing of like where she lives, mm-hmm. and it's this tiny little house on a piece of land where there's basically like a huge mansion. Okay, surrounds. It's almost like the the family that owns the mansion bought the land, but the stubborn lady that lives in that one little house on the property just decided to yep. never give up her yep. house. That's what it is. So she lives next door to this very wealthy family who named their kids after Ares, Apollo, and Artemis, the Greek gods. Got you. All right. Um, I think Apollo is the oldest, Ares being the second oldest, and then um, Artemis is the youngest. So the story revolves around Raquel and Ares. Okay. That is one handsome boy. Yes. And she is gorgeous. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. So um, she starts talking about how she is ridiculously obsessed with this family, Aries specific, and she has this huge crush on him. And she goes online because they're a wealthy family and they're known in the public. Mm-hmm. She goes online all the time and she's like saving every single one. Like she Google images mm-hmm. him and just saves all his pictures. Creepy. She suddenly has an issue with her Wi-Fi. And it's getting hacked into by the neighbor who hacked into her computer and basically is like, you have a sick obsession with me. What's going on? So he calls her out on it, right? After she's like, hey, asshole, like, what the fuck? Like, you're using my Wi-Fi and I can't get Wi-Fi signal because you keep using my shit. Yeah. So um, there's like a fight there or whatever. This kid's really fucking intrusive. Because at one mm-hmm. point she disconnects her Wi-Fi and he breaks into her bedroom in the middle of the night to plug in her router. He goes, <laughs> "That's a bit much." So, um, it's heavy on the sex. I was kids. gonna say, is that like an enemies to lovers so, thing? I will tell you this: it reminds me of After, but it's better done. Okay. It's it's better because um does it follow folklore at all? Like does it follow the myths? No, absolutely it's not. It's just names. Okay. This is just this is so I what I gathered was that his parents created this company. I forget what the name of the company is, but um I think I honestly think it was Olympus. And because he named his company that, then he named his three sons after Greek gods. That's a that's a bit much. It's very, uh, you're very full of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Apollo seems to be like the good son. He's definitely following in daddy's footsteps. He obeys everything his father says and does, but he's not good enough in his father's eyes and never will be. Um, Artemis is still young, so he's still fucking off. Mm-hmm. And Ares is, um, from one moment to the next, expected to stop fucking around and man up. He's supposed to go to Stanford. And um, those aren't his dreams. He wants to be a doctor. He doesn't want to be a businessman. Um, so the kid that plays Aries, Julio Pena, plays this role so fucking well. Like, 
When I say that a man is brooding, this is the definition of that. Okay. He is just in constant anguish at all times. And you don't know why until later on. Um, so the way that he describes it was that he thought that his parents had the perfect marriage mm-hmm. and he believed in love as a young kid so much until the day that he walked into his mother's room while his dad was on a business trip and he witnessed his mother with another man. Ah, shit. And he felt betrayed. Mama ho. Well, guess what? Oh, shit. He went and told daddy. Oh, And you know what daddy no. said? Get off my mountain, bitch. No. Daddy said, look at all these women I've been with. (gasps) Look at all these women I've been with. Your mother and I have an understanding. If you love, you are weak. So Aries has never fallen in love. He refuses to fall in love because in his mind, it has been put into his head that it is a weakness. Now, Apollo has a relationship with, like, one of the secretaries, I think she is, in the house. And... You can tell that the secretary is very much in love with Apollo and he also loves her, but love is a weakness. Mm-hmm. So he's not here for it. Wow. So he pushes her away. He ba- they basically treat women like shit. Yeah. All right. And Aries mm-hmm, Aries is pretty much about getting his dick wet, but like he's more just like focused on his sports and just a loner and he doesn't party like that. Obviously, until he meets this bitch who's, like, clearly obsessed with him. But she kind of, like, intrigues him because it's not like all the other bitches. While while he knows that she's into him, she's not, like, falling at his feet either. Right. She's it's- very much challenging. And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm not putting up with your bullshit. That's mm-hmm. fucking stupid. So it intrigues him even more. And there is that back and forth of, like, he's pursuing her. But then he's like, dude, just fuck off. Yeah. And there's this thing. So there's a struggle. There's a struggle. But eventually he comes to terms with his feelings. And he's like, this is what I want. Fuck off, daddy. And this is when Apollo rats him out to his dad. And he's like, Aries is is dynamite. You know what I mean? Like that. And daddy was like, okay, you're going to come into my office. You're going to have a seat. And he goes, enough fucking around. You had your fun with this girl. It's over. You need to focus. You are going to Stanford, and as soon as you graduate, you're coming to work, and you can just see him wanting to say so much. Yeah. Tears are building. The frustration is there. You know that frustration when you have no control over the situation because you're expected to do something that you don't want to fucking do. Mm -hmm. So he's basically told to just forget about her, and this is what you need to do. Mm -mm. And the family tries to keep her away. And they go out of their way to embarrass her in front of him, to push her away. And I think at one point he just isn't having it anymore. Yeah. So um, there's an accident that happens and some things take a turn. And I mean, it's a happy ending, but it was definitely better than all the other smutty movies I've seen with a love story attached. I mean, it sounds like you it was, liked it. It was, it was well done because there was also like really good comedy in this. I love, see, I think everything needs comedy. It's just so well done. Yeah. You know, and, and she's, she's in a spot where like her best friend is, her girl best friend is bisexual and very much exploring 
her sexuality. And then she has another best friend who I thought he was gay, but if he is, he's straight for her. Like, he's totally head over heels in love with her, and she is just too fucking blind to see it. That that's, a, that's a lot of dynamics going on. Yeah, no, but it's really good. Um, I actually did enjoy it, and it, it's it's it was something that I it surprised me because I thought I was gonna fucking hate it. And I know you probably said this in the beginning. I forget. Is it a movie or a show? A movie. It's on Netflix. Nice, short and sweet. What's uh, the English title again? Uh, through my window. Through my window. Oh, because he's always crawling in through her fucking window. Oh my god. So, because this is Spain, right? The explains it all. This much? this is this is Spain. Um, so the drinking age is not 21. Correct. It's at a younger, so she, she is invited, I forget who invites her, to a club opening. So it's Apollo's club. He opened this club and obviously all three brothers are there and she's invited and she brings her friends and she, that little scene that I showed you. Oh, yes. So she gets back at him for that. And leaves him hanging. And he was, like, panting, ready for it. And she's like, it sucks, don't it? And she walked away like a boss. Yes, bitch. And I was like, okay, you know what? I like you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because that that was a big female cock block. And I was like... You're rude. You're so. I would. I would have climbed out that window and fucking finish what you started. I would have like raped the man. Like, give me what you started, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. So. They're at this club and Not she really, we're just joking. She, it's a podcast. joke. It's a joke, guys. <laughs> so she she assists the younger brother Artemis in getting drunk, and he ends up back in her bed because she's like, "Fuck! Like I got this kid drunk. Like I don't want to bring him home." Mm. And <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> And he took off his pants and he's in tidy whiteies. Oh, and just fell asleep that way. <laughs> Yo, who wears tidy whiteies anymore? So, um, um, Ares comes looking for him and he climbs in through her window and he's like, What the fuck? Like, did you get him drunk? And she's like, hey, she's like Yeah, a little bit. And he goes, Well, I'm glad you brought him here because if you would have brought him to my dad's, like, we would have been fucked. But I guess I'm not leaving either. Removes the shirt. This is a fine. Looking young man. He's quite handsome. Yeah. So in the movie, he plays like he's 18, but I think in real life, he's like 22. I mean, isn't that always It still the case? makes me feel disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's still any, anything below 25 is like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, he, he gets in bed with his brother, and his brother's like cuddling up to him, which I thought was like. That's sweet. It was because it wasn't. It wasn't weird the way that yeah. they did it. Like, that was very much his brother that he was just caring for, even though that th- these are two grown men in a bed. Yeah. Half naked. But, um, so she's got probably, like, a twin. It's not a twin. It's got to be, a like, full. a full-size bed. So we have Artemis in one side and Aries in the other, and he positions himself in a way where she was going to have to sleep in the middle. So she did. Of course he now she did. just came from the club. So she's oh, in a skimpy ass shirt and a skirt. And she's at first like, <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Like just facing up. And she decides to just kind of like give her back to Aries. Big mistake. He took all advantage. Oh my God. So 
his brother is in front of Raquel and holding on to Aries' hand as he slips in and gives her her first orgasm while the three of them are in bed. Okay. But the brother is passed out. Yes. But I was like, that's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. I mean, it was. boy knows it was what just, he was doing. It was so well done. It wasn't like an after with a fucking ice cube fail. Oh it wasn't God. like that. That was terrible. This, this was something that like. The yo, one ice cube. This, this would fucking ha- I know. It was so <laughs> aggravating. The one ice cube in the water. Yeah. Bitch, so, I'm wet now. Like, stop. So, <laughs> Sorry. So it was just like, even though his brother was in bed, passed out drunk, I was like, yo, this would happen. Mm-hmm. This is real life. Mm-hmm. I like this. N- not necessarily the act, but it's just like the 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 chances Tension. of something. The t- no, the chances of something like this happening are like this is realistic. And I think that's that's really what does it for me is that mm-hmm. I really need a realistic situation yes, yes. for me to really enjoy it. And I did. It's not like here's a cup of one ice cube. <laughs> no. Make it sexy somehow. No, no. He made it all great. You just showed me like, what, five seconds? <laughs> yeah, it was literally the same clip that got me to watch the movie. And I was like, mm. yeah, I, you know what? Yeah. If I'm in a spicy mood later, I might watch it. So I never usually am, but... But it's it's a fun it's a fun watch. Yeah. I I like it. It's got that, you know, the parents are very his parents are very controlling. Her mom is a little more um relaxed. She's a little more uh blase. Free what am I looking for here? She's Boho? A little bit. Yeah. yeah like she's just like more fair spirited. Yeah. I think that's she's more into like she's down to have a conversation with her daughter and it's okay. She's like a waitress for a catering company. She's very humble. You know? Okay. Like that. So she it's, married a man like that? Uh, Like who? No, no. This is oh. her mother. Sorry. Her mother. Oh, I got excited. <laughs> this is no, this is her mother. Um, His parents are fucked. His dad is a fucking nightmare. And and what what the event that takes place in order for their family to like wake up. So fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, this is, I just don't understand why we need to get to this point for you to understand that things yeah. need to change. Yeah. That's, that's the shit that blows my fucking mind. But, um. Some people are just so much in their lives, you know? Yeah. So it says comedy, drama, and romance. So, um. I'm glad there's humor. Oh, for sure. There's, there's definitely, oh, and there's some cringy moments. <laughs> oh, God. There are cringy moments. But um yeah, anything else that they've ever done has been movies that I've never heard of. Wow. I've I've never seen any of these actors before in my life. I'm so, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, <laughs> okay. just what came to mind. Um, that no. sounds really good though. No, it was. I I enjoyed it. I really did. I have not yet been on a power kick since last week's episode, but probably at this point I will be. <laughs> Please do me a favor and bang this out first, because once you step yeah. into power, you're not going to want to let go. We're we're going to be talking about power for the next two weeks. Yeah. So as in like last week, this week, and two more weeks after, yeah, probably. Because I'm not done, bitches. <laughs> I won't be done either. 
This is going to be another palate cleanser for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like finding those. Because did you know that the Vampire Diaries, because that's another palate cleanser for me. I know you don't watch it. Yes. But um, apparently they signed a contract with Netflix that when their last episode aired, they would only have five years to be on Netflix after that. And that contract expires on March 8th. And I don't know what I'm gonna do. Wait, I'm confused. Say that again. Okay. So the last that when the last episode aired. Right. So when the last season was put up on Netflix for the Vampire oh, Diaries, oh, yes. there was a contract that was signed that in five years they needed to come off of the Netflix queue. And that date is March eighth. And where is it gonna be now? Just on C dub? I don't know. I mean, I feel like when they leave Hulu, because it CW. goes to Hulu. I swear for God, if they try to take off Supernatural, the letters. The fandom is too big. There's no It's fucking not way. even that big. It's just that strong. That's what I meant. Like, We're it's... that thick-headed. Yeah. We're that fucking stubborn. You can bet your ass that Netflix is going to have a problem on their hands if they decide mm. to take it down. Mm. Yeah. So bad. But um, They do not. You don't want to piss off the quiet people. You please don't, please don't put <laughs> Supernatural on fucking Hulu and then give me ads. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed because I need my boys uninterrupted. Thank you, unfiltered. Oh, I am wearing. Oh, I see that. But but yeah, so I'm gonna need a new palate cleanser, and I think power will be it. Nice. I'm excited. But yeah, guys. Um, I hope you enjoy this week's episode, and, and uh, I hope you have a lovely day. And I'm hold on to your hat. Pictures. It's windy. <laughs> oh my god! Please do burn that shit. Just burn the whole I phone. I can't burn Bur- my phone. Burn the whole phone. I heard a thing about stubbornness earlier today. Mm-hmm. There's nobody as stubborn as an Android user refusing to go on to iPhone. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>